Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is your brother from another mother. This is the soul, brother. I'm coming to you on the June 15th, 2023. It's about 10 in the morning. It has been horrendous for your boy um, dealing with this kidney stone. Just one. It is wreaking havoc. I'm hopped up on all types of meds. Uh, my body's just out of whack. So I had a lot of things scheduled for this week, but health takes obviously the priority over everything. So apologies again for delays here, but hopefully after this little stint, we'll get back on the uh, good road and the good foot. But um, I wanted to do a quick podcast called uh, Moral Compass because uh, a lot of us need one. It's hard out there in life and um, sometimes we we lose our footing we might step the wrong way we may not necessarily be aware of which way to step we may not know how to step and that can be a problem you know and there's a lot of things that happen that, that get in our way a lot of external factors mainly internally we have everything that we need it just comes down to us making the conscious decision that we're going to do the right thing and that can be hard for many reasons, as we all know. Um, a lot of people say that we got it made, but it's hard being human. Not only can we comprehend and understand, but we also have greed and free will and everything else that comes with that. So that's just a nice little cornucopia and part of destruction waiting to happen. And um, you know, uh, to be human, you you really got to appreciate the position that we're in. I mean, we can do whatever it is that we think that we want to do, right? You can do that, but it'll come at a cost to you. It may come at a cost while you're still here on this earth. Um, you may lose some friends, family, or followers. Or you can make the conscious decision that you're just going to do the right thing day in, day out. So for years, I chose to, you know, uh, for years, I, what I chose to do was to try to be there for everybody rather than myself. And in the process of that, I feel like I sold myself out. Because when my expectations of a situation wouldn't necessarily be where I thought that they should be, then I resented my decision to either help a person or people and be there for them. And some people just have their radar and antenna up for people like us. You know, the swears <laughs> is what comes to mind. You'll do whatever. But there's just one small caveat. Yes, I will do whatever for anybody as long as it's the right thing to do. And what's the right thing? Well, that really depends on your moral compass. If your moral compass is pointing south and if south represents the negative road or the bad way to go, but that's the way you feel as though you need to go, again, there's free will. You make your own decision. You make your own choice. 
Here's the thing, though. You live with it. So no complaining that, well, I didn't mean to do that. No. That's the one thing I can't stand is when people say, well, I didn't mean for that to happen. Well, you meant for something to happen. You made a decision at some point, and you move forward from that decision. So to me, you made a conscious decision. You took... You took an oath unto yourself to do something that you felt as though was the right thing for you to do at that time. Keywords at that time. If you haven't figured out, life is kind of situational. There's not really a, a rhyme or reason for why things happen or when things happen. Like, for example, like these stones. I mean, I could sit there all day and be mad about it, but what? I really don't have any... I really don't have any control over that. Obviously, there was something that I did a long time ago, ingested something, most likely all the damn pecans that I eat. <laughs> I love pecans. And over time, there was something happening that I couldn't see. I'm living, everything is Gucci, everything is good to go, nothing's wrong, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, something happens, and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. why did this happen? I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I do eat very healthy. I still work out uh, despite all my health problems. I'm still getting it in. But things happen. Now, granted, a bunch of kidney stones don't necessarily dictate your moral compass, but you can, you can try to understand it just from that perspective, right? Decisions that you make will impact your future. Like, there's been many times where, let's say I was in a relationship, a business relationship, romantic or something, things just didn't work out. A couple of times I made the decision that I was going to stay and see it out. That backfired. The kind side of me wanted to really believe and trust that things would change. But the reality of the situation once I let a couple of times go by was this person ain't going to change. They're trying to speak change into existence without actually performing the change. So for me, my moral compass was, okay, I got to do what's right in this situation. And I did. In those situations, I did what was right. But it just so happens that the other party decided that they were going to take advantage of that. Did I see that coming? Yeah, I potentially thought it could happen, but I gave him the benefit of the doubt. No can anymore. No can anymore. In addition to having a solid moral compass, knowing which way is the right way for you, which way you should march, you also got to make sure that, that you add in there just a hint or a dash of reality. Because at the end of the day, the bottom line is that people know that they can get over on you, if people know that they can use you, they will. doesn't matter how many I love you or, hey, I respect you and, and all this happens. No, they don't. No, they don't. No matter what, uh, uh, people will look in your face and tell you one thing, but then they so will just switch on you in a hot minute. And that's not necessarily a battle that you need to fight. You made your decisions, you stand strong and on top of what you believe in, and then you keep it moving. Like for you, if anything impedes that progress, 
then you need to make sure that you unimpede yourself. It's just that simple. Don't allow anything to hold you back, friends. I see it time and time again. So many people, they will allow things to dictate their life. And like I said, I used to do this all the time. We allow these things to come into our life and to dictate what should happen and how it should happen. And that's not necessarily wrong. There's going to be some some cases and some points where, you know, you need to be lenient. You do. You, you, need, you need to be lenient. You need to understand that, okay, things aren't always going to be my way, right? But you also need to be realistic about it and know that you need to catch a snake in the grass while you can still see him. Because if you let that snake keep slithering, they'll get by you. You won't see them, and they'll be right behind you in strike pose, ready to go. I've seen it time and time again. I've had it happen to me time and time again, right? The people with big hearts are the ones that get hurt the most. So rather than that being you, you know, be on your guard. Always stay ready for anything. It's a shame, I know. It's, it's not the way life's supposed to be. Right. If we had on our rose colored glasses and if life moved in the manner that it should be, we should be able to trust one another wholeheartedly. Never doubt what's coming out of people's mouth. Never wonder. We would just trust people. But a long time ago, someone decided that, well, it's easier if I get over on you, get what I want, keep it moving for me. I know it doesn't feel like it but they'll have their day. They're going to meet the wrong person. They're going to come to the wrong door and it's not going to open for them or it's going to slam really hard right behind them. And it's going to lock and trap them where they are. At some point, everyone's going to have to come to the realization that the best way to live this life is to live it the right way. And we all know what the right way is. Even the most heinous person knows you can't tell me that they don't. They know. They just make the decision not to want to do it and not to know. It's corny to them. Why would I do the right thing and be nice to people? That's stupid. A lot of it is people's upbringing. I mean, you can't necessarily fault them, but at the same time, you can't applaud them either because that's ignorant behavior. Right? It comes down to you staying pointed north. Or whichever direction that you think is positive. If it's west, if it's east, if it's south, so be it. You need to keep your compass pointed in the, in the direction that you know is going to be for you in your best interest. For the sake of this conversation, it needs to be pointed in a, in a direction that's positive, particularly north is, is up, looking up, upwards, and looking onwards. Because the way that I feel is if you go south, you can go that direction, but at some point you're going to wind up turning back around because 
you probably are going to run into things that you've done in your past that you really don't want to deal with. Versus when you go north, that's uncharted territory. It's scary. A lot of people are afraid to step into the unknown. I love change. I think change is, is amazing, is beautiful. And when you have the right mentality, when you have the right mentality, and when you're truly, honestly, living right, a lot of us say that we're living right, but but uh, we live in foul. You know the difference. You know that you can do better. <coughs> Excuse me. But you choose not to be. Laziness. You want to fit in. There's always some. There's always some reason. There's always some reason that this doesn't make sense to everybody else, but but to you it, it makes sense. Well you've effectively told yourself that, you know, this is what's right for you. And again, to each their own. That's what's so hard about this. Your moral compass may not necessarily point in the direction that we feel that it should point in. Because life is just like the, the, the four seasons. We all go through different things and changes and, and our perspectives might change from season to season. But at some point throughout these seasons, throughout your existence, you should slowly, continually start to point to trying to live life in a positive manner and doing the right thing or doing right by people. Right, right before the pandemic, you know, it was nothing. Like for me, I mean, I always treated everybody their equal. I have a lot of good friends and people who are around me, who support me. So for me, it's just easy, easy to be me. But when all this stuff started coming up, when I had to step out and my moral compass was pointed north, but I literally had to actually, literally in real life, I had to fly south. Me flying south was me actually moving north on my moral compass. It was hard. I had to step into this world out here in Hawaii unknown and on my own uncharted territory. Was it scary? Hell yeah. But I had to do it. And along the way, I found that, you know, some of the people that I had in my life at that point were just there for some particular reason. <laughs> it's sad, but it is what it is. So there was a lot of people that just that just uh, stopped talking to me. Yeah, we made some attempts back and forth, but, you know, the older Dodge, out of sight, out of mind, right? I don't really believe in that, but that's just the way some people are. So again, like to each their own. What you eat can't affect me. I can't let it. I got things I got to do. And what that basically means or tells me is basically that, you know, the only one that's going to keep this train on the tracks and keep it moving forward is me. My fuel is the grace of God. That in the past, I never really knew that I even needed. I thought I could do it all on my own. I was big, I was strong. I was young, I was stupid, I was naive. As I've matured, I'm like, you know, it's not necessarily that migration that we all make and trying to find our purpose. That's a part of it. But I knew from, from young, because I, I, I was raised right, that I needed God in my life for many reasons, not just to stay alive when I get older. That's what a lot of y'all think. A lot of y'all want to turn to Christ and God because you're getting older and you don't know what life has in store for you. 
versus if you live your life full of Christ and God, then that's that's kind of a different thing, right? You're not trying to last minute shove him into your life. He's already a part of your life. He's been there. And I slid some. I'm not even gonna lie. I had I had some years where I was in in uh, valleys. I was uh, living of this world and doing the things that I thought I needed to do. Am I proud of it? No. I'm human. I know I was already forgiven, but I didn't do it on purpose. I did it because I was lazy. It's not that I was trying to live a certain kind of life. I was just living. But the way that I was living, I could have did a little better. I never did nothing to hurt anybody. I just wasn't the real me. So in essence, I didn't really hurt anybody but myself. But the more and more that I continue to evolve and mature, the more and more that I can just kind of see, you know, I've been on the right path for a long time. I doubted myself. We do that a lot. We do that a lot. We doubt that, well, you know what? This is what I should be doing. And a large amount of the time, we feel that way because when we see other people, we want we want to go with the flow. We want to go with the crowd. We want to go where everyone else is walking. We're afraid to walk on the path that's been that's been unwalked, that's been unscouted, that uncharted. We're afraid of that. We don't want to strike out on our own and find something that that uh, we don't know that we need to find. That's, that's typically what happens, right? Is when we know that uh, we're not living right. And we know that we need to walk a certain kind of way in this life that we have right now in this moment to get to a certain point that we know that we need to get. We don't want to do the obvious. We don't want to do what life is telling us to do. That's God. We don't want to do that. It's too hard. That's the excuse that we always get. It's too hard. We say it's too hard before we even try it. Sound familiar? We've all done it. Lord knows I have. I was, I was my own worst enemy, like, for years. When someone would say, I know you can do this, I would tell them, no, I can't. And they're like, you didn't even try. And I could hear them saying it, but I was like, you don't know. That was just my way of trying, like, to defend my ignorance. <laughs> when I look back on it now, I'm like, damn, if I would have took that advice from my grandma or my mom's or did this or that, I'd probably be a little better off. No, I think you'd, I think you'd wind up in the same space. I honestly do, because I think the way that this thing works, uh, this thing being life, is that everything is that kind of like the show uh, Manifest. If you've ever seen that on Netflix, it's uh, it's a really good show. My queen and I are, are watching that, and I think they came out with some more episodes for season four, but but they have this saying, it's all connected. It is. We just can't see how it is. So for us to have our moral compass set right, for us to be stepping and marching in the right direction, for us, what's going to work for us, what makes sense to us, it's all connected and we can't see it, but eventually it will make itself known. And when it does, you'll fit right in. We all worry about what we can't control. Don't do that. Just live life. 
when it comes to God and Jesus, he knew that you were going to screw up anyway. That's why he sent his son to die for your sins. So it's not like he didn't already know that this was going to happen. You just got to understand and believe that you're doing what's right for you in this moment. And so for me, right, there's been this kind of really cool evolution of me that I've kind of not liked, but that I respect and that I keep on day after day embracing. And it might sound stupid, but this is a good example. And so for years, I used to listen to all different kind of music, primarily gangster rap, rap, all that. I'm not a gangster. Far from it. Will never be. I just like the beat. It sounds good. Right? There's some creative there's some creative people that are making some creative sounds. So you can kind of call me a sound connoisseur. I want to be DJ. You know, I actually love that. Highs, lows, mids, and put it all together with percussion and just making these bomb beats. So at some point, I started listening like to all this rap. And my favorite at the time was No Limit, Master P, Mystical, Fiend, all of them folks down south. Make them say, uh. <laughs> and I did say, hmm. And then I started like listening to that stuff. And then with anyone that loves music, you know, you got to know the lyrics. While the beat is cool, then you start to sing the lyrics. And before you know it, you're singing the lyrics, but you're not really listening to what they're saying. If you, if, if you get my drift, it's only when you stop one day out of the blue and you realize this is, this is what they're saying. What kind of trash is this? Like, what is this? You would never kill somebody. But that's what you're hyping up. So you think to yourself, okay, that music will never, ever become me. I'm, I am not the music. But I've seen it. When you listen to certain things and you start acting a certain kind of way, and the next thing that you know, you, be, you start to become the one thing that you said that you wouldn't be. You're just listening, but you're also comprehending it. You just didn't know. So in the same breath, in the same breath, you're talking, but you're also negating yourself. So I found myself, I'm diving more and more into all different kind of rap and just listening to it. But then it would start to actually come into my life more. I found that I would use a, a bit more, um, like I would be using more cuss words and the way that I thought about certain things. I would go to just one particular type of thought. It, it's not that that was me. It's just that was the influence in my life at that time was music. So it's not that that's all that I thought about, but your mind is a very powerful machine. It makes a lot of relationships that you can't see with your eyes. It makes blindly. It's really cool how the brain works. You really should read about it. One small smell or sound or something. Like I know the other day I was walking outside 
and I walked by this house and the smell from the house, it wasn't bad. It reminded me of when I was a kid in New York and I used to walk up and down those stairwells at the 525 Project building. And I would just, that same smell, it, it was that, it reminded me. So at that point, then I went back into thinking about old times and how, and how uh, life used to be back then. It was wild, all in the span of like a split second. I thought about my mom and my nana and my uncle. And then I started to think about my family for everyone who's passed. And I was thinking about them. And then I got to thinking about what is the purpose of life? I mean, and you would think that really all, all yes, all from that. The brain is a powerful retrieval system. It, it can recall a lot. You store a lot in there. Now, if I wouldn't have known better, I would have been like, am I having a panic attack or something? No. That's just how my brain thinks. But I had enough understanding and awareness like, okay, look, it was a smell. While it does remind me of home, it's not home. The cold, hard reality, that, that's just not home. That's not my home. It's <laughs> someone else's home. I had the thought. So then it kind of will lend the question, you know, okay, are you feeling a certain kind of way about something? And you'll know, because you'll feel in your heart of hearts that you have angst or there's something that's not 100% right. Now, in my particular case, it's not that there was anything wrong, but the correlation for me when, when this happened was the one-year anniversary of when, my, of when my aunt had passed away. I don't know how many years, I think it's been more than five, that my other aunt had passed away. And in the same correlation, my uncle passed away many years ago, all in and around the same time. And there was a death in another family that was friends with my mom and her siblings. We considered them family. So all of that was going on at that time. And even though that wasn't on my brain, that's what came into my mind. So if you take that example and apply it to understanding your moral compass, what you'll find basically is that a lot of the times the thoughts that we're having, they're telling us something and we got to be willing to, to stop and listen up. In my case, all those things that I just explained, those people, it was telling me, you didn't really grieve. And I didn't. It was shocking. It all happened fast. I was, and I was down for the rest of the night. I was remembering their lives, thinking about them and looking at pictures. The biggest thing was I wasn't able to go to their funerals because I'm way out here in the middle of the Pacific and they're way back in New York. Financially, there was no way that I could get back in time. Sincerely, I wanted to go. But then the other part, I just couldn't see them 
in another way from how I was already seeing them. It's hard to deal with death. That's a whole other podcast. So I had to make that decision. And I know that that was a hard decision for me because my family on my mom's side has always been there. We're always there for one another, no matter what. So that was really hard for me to swallow that. But I had to. I got kids. I got a job. Not that much time off. No funds to make it back. It ain't cheap. We're still kind of in the post-pandemic phase. Even though for most people, it's already over. It's a different situation. I wasn't able to get no quote-unquote stimulus money. Just like I heard this cat say yesterday when I was walking. He's talking about, man, I bought this car for $1,000 with that stimulus money. Like, it must be nice. Dude already had nice cars. Here I am. I'm working my butt off. Working my butt off. I didn't get no stimulus checks. I couldn't because I was outside of the uh, tier. And I'm thinking, none of my business, but how did he get it with all that? So there's that side of it where if you're not living right on purpose and you know that you're not living right and you're doing the wrong things, but who am I to judge? I don't know that man's situation. All I can do is see what he's got, what he's talking about, how he's bragging. I mean, it's obvious that he's bragging. And my and and when he said that, it, it's kind of like he said it louder. I don't know if he was trying to get my attention. I just kept looking forward. Even though, even though I said hey to him, I was like, hey, hey, I don't, I don't know this cat. I threw him the shotgun. This is what we do here. I just kept it moving. I'm trying to go for walks to try to get this damn stone out. <laughs> so at some point for him, I mean, he'll have to deal with his with his own mental. That's between him and him. I can't really do anything to control him or how he's feeling or things that he does. All I know is for me that I would not do something like that. If I already had enough uh, resources and people still wanted to give me more. So, for example, that stimulus check, if I would have got any stimulus check at all, I got none over the course of many years. Not to brag, but because I make too much, so... You know, so, but if I did get one, I would give that to someone that was in need. That's what my compass would have made me do, especially uh, during that time. I could tell you half of y'all listening wouldn't even think about that. The other half of that, that say that they would, you fronting, you still wouldn't. And a quarter of those people, they probably would. When it comes down to money or resources or things like that, man, people get kind of stingy about it. But for what? You was born with nothing, so you're going to die with nothing. So what's the hoarding about? Right? There's many different areas where your moral compass makes sense. This is definitely one of them. In the United States of greed, you know, we we want to say that we that we love and we care about one another. But if that's the case, then we shouldn't have... Relative 
poverty levels uh, to those in third world countries. Even third world countries got their act together a lot more than we do. We can't even send money or we can't even take care of our own homeless. If you ask me, that's a damn shame, a crying shame at that. But why is it like that? I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't. A lot of people feel as though, you know, um, what's mine is mine and what's yours is mine. Right? I mean, doesn't that sound more like the American sentiment? Again, sad. But that's the reality. We live more for money than anything. We don't live for one another like we should. We live more for money. There's more than enough resources to go around for everybody, but for some reason, some people feel like we're running out. They got a hoard. They got a stockpile. They can't share. But let me tell you, when it comes down to it, when they're down and out or when they need something, then they would want you to align your moral compass right with them and help them out. Isn't that trifling? That's just trifling to me that that's the mentality, but that's how we are in this country. It's disgusting. It's, it's gross. Do I agree with it? Heck no. Do I understand it? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you understanding reality, but not wanting to be a part of reality, especially when reality seems to be kind of skewed. The reality that we know on this planet in this life is not the one that was meant for us. It was not. But we continually think that, well, this is the way it is. This is the way that it has to be. Pause right there. This is not the way that it has to be. It's the way that you want it to be. We all make a conscious decision on how we want this thing to happen and roll out. So a lot of people, they want to try to find scapegoats because they want to feel good about their decision and which way their moral compass is pointed rather than doing the right damn thing and not even having to worry about trying to make excuses for why they feel a certain kind of way. I've never, I've never been that kind of person. We all start off lost. Don't get me wrong. We all start off lost in this world, but at some point you got to find yourself. And it's relative to everybody. I can't tell you what the right thing is for you versus me. You just know in your heart of hearts that what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. And if you don't feel that way, then check yourself. Check yourself. Course correct and do what you know you need to do. You know, this past week I was uh, listening in on on the podcast from the brother. That dude, he had a, he had a lot to say, but I, I feel him. I understand where he's at. Sometimes you just get tired of you just you just get tired of stuff. When you're looking at these people and they know what they need to do, but they choose not to want to do it. Why? For greed. For other reasons, it just don't make no sense. And people will always do the most. They'll do more than what they really need to do. Why? I don't know. They feel compelled to. They think that uh, they think it's what they need to do. But 95% of the time is that they just don't care. They do whatever they want to do for them. They'll worry about all of the, the hurt feelings, the double crossing and everything else later on. They don't really care. They're just worried about what can they get out of it right here, right now. 
Some people call that desperate. Some people call it thirsty. I call it shameful. They don't really know which way their moral compass is pointing. It may be because maybe they haven't even discovered that they have one yet. Sometimes it could just be that the person just isn't in that stage or phase in life where this change that will happen to all of us actually starts to matter, where you start to live and do the right thing every time out, not just here or there. We always want to try to do what we think is right to try to fit into some type of group, thought, or demographic, right? Long are the days where we do things just out of the goodness of our heart. I'm not saying that it never happens, but it's few and far in between. Like there's always something to gain from it. Folks just don't help because it's the right thing to do and not expect nothing for it. They'll help, but they're expecting accolades or something on the back end of that. For what? For what? That's where I have a problem. When your moral compass isn't aligned, friends, you know, you don't feel whole. You don't feel right. You don't feel like you can make decisions and know that that was the best thing that you could have done and been okay with your decision and move forward and not have that on your brain still. That's when you know that you've made the right decision in that moment for you, not from a greedy standpoint. No, but you got it. But you have to live for you because no one else is going to be able to do this for you. But you. The hard part is trying to mesh what you think is right, what you know is right, and with what other people think or know is right, and come up with kind of, kind of a consolidated right or new right. But then once you come up with it, the hardest part is actually living by it. That's a lot of people. A lot of people talk, but when it comes down to doing the work, it, 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 it's a different story. I'm telling you. I've seen it too many times. So how do we get better? Well, there's only one way. You just do. You just do. You, you talk it through. You get a good understanding of what's what. You just do it. It's not good enough to say, well, I was going to, no, you know, you was going to, you should have, you didn't, so now we're here. You can make it right. You just have to be the one to make it right. Stop scapegoating everything. Stop making excuses for everything. Just like the other day when I did that podcast on, on family uh, being like this, like uh, despicable, that's, you know, it's it's sad. There's some families that are like that. I stand on that. I'm not going to run away from that. I stand for something. I know what I believe in. I believe when it comes to family, that's the greatest institution that you have outside of yourself. Because those people are going to be the ones that are going to come to you. Rely on you. Look to you for guidance, understanding, peace. So to me, it's a, it's something that I take serious. But that's me. Not everyone is like me, and I, and you got to remember that. Before you get 
all twisted up and upset and up in your feelings, it may not go the way that you want it to go. So go in with low expectations, understanding that, you know, this is a tough, very tough conversation for anybody. It is. It can be done. It can. But you got to want to do it. So in closing, friends, you know, this, um, this moral compass, you know, there's no electromagnetic waves or sources of anything that's going to put you in the right direction. No, you yourself, you need to realize if you're walking the right way or if you're walking funny. And you need to put yourself in perspective of where you know you want to actually move to or towards. And then here's the secret. It's really, really, really simple. But you got to commit yourself to keep moving forward in that same manner, no matter what comes your way. And there will be a lot of things that will come your way. Don't take the bait. Do not take the bait. It's the worst thing that you can do. Rather, continuing to trust and believe in God, in yourself, in your reality, in your thoughts. Believe in yourself. That is going to point your moral compass in the direction that it needs to be pointed in. And once it's pointed, recalibrated all that, truly, sincerely, walk with it. If you start getting off course, always happens. Get yourself back on course. Don't sit and wait. Don't procrastinate. As you can see, just being off one degree, you can be in a totally different area of the universe, on Earth. Hone in on where you want to go. Make a plan. Lay it out. Execute it. On the days that you fail, know that you're not perfect. Get back on the horse tomorrow. Don't beat yourself up. But consistently stay moving towards your goal. Don't give up. That's the hard part. Find a support group. Talk to family, friends. Make sure that they're aligned with what you're doing and that they will encourage you. If, and the one thing that I'll say is that if there's people that you have in your camp, in your family, that don't have your best interests at heart, love them from afar. You need people in your life that are going to shoot you straight and tell you what, what you want to hear and what you don't. More importantly, what you don't want to hear. And trust the old schoolers. They've been around. They may know a couple things about this. No one's perfect on this earth. I don't care how much you try to make yourself look perfect or you think you're perfect. You're not. We're all flawed. That's what makes us perfect. So keep your moral compass moving forward. moving upwards, moving onwards in positivity. Not just vocally, 
but also in the actions and the things that you do every day. I guarantee you that if you do that, friends, you're on the right path. One love is always, y'all. This is the Soul Brother. <laughs>